Good evening once again, fiends, and welcome to the Midnight Masks Creature Cast. I'm your host for the evening, Mr. Bobby Blades, and joining me once again is Crypt Keeper James. What's up, everybody? I hope that we're keeping it uh, spooky out there tonight. Yeah, it's spooky season, so tis, tis the season, I guess. I will, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, we had a we had a great time last week yeah. talking about, or last time I guess you could say, talking about the fly with all kinds of vomit drop and Jeff Goldblumish. Yeah, got gotta love those baboons and uh, dominating the baboons. Yes, yes, and uh, to be sure, I've been I've been doing so ever since to make to keep to keep the vibe up you know i don't want to let anything slack so yeah. so and i actually can't haven't been able to stop thinking about baboon dominance like every time i watch something wildlife related i'm like i wonder how how you dominate those creatures <laughs> so. yeah. yeah the uh the omen remake was on earlier and i was like uh-oh Baboons. <laughs> Are you being dominated, sir? Oh, man. Sure, just let those baboons go crazy in the car. You can't have it. Can't have it. We have to keep them controlled for yeah, sure. Gotta dominate them. So, all right. So, for fun this week, we have decided to do the 1986 Invaders from Mars, which I love per se um it it's not the movie when i when i uh, was a kid um this title invaders from mars would always come into my mind when i was actually thinking of the movie spaced invaders um which i don't know if you're familiar with but i always thought that that movie is this movie um and then this one would come on i'll be like oh no it's this movie <laughs> oh okay so you so basically, you loved Spaced Invaders, but this one is the one you didn't love. I don't want to say I didn't love it. I want to say it's not what I wanted. It's kind of <laughs> like the ugly puppy. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm sure if I had seen this as a kid, like when you did, I would probably have a more romantic view of it. But since... I mean, this movie was not even on my radar, I guess, because I don't remember anything from it. So I, it's quite possible that I didn't even see it as a child. Hmm. So therefore, when I watched it for the very first time yesterday, um, <laughs> I'm not going to say I hated it, but there were there were several discrepancies. <laughs> discrepancies. Oh, I love it. David Gardner just woke up to a nightmare in his own backyard. But no one will listen. We landed right back there, right behind the hill. No one will believe. I told you, he needs psychiatric help. And soon, no one will be left. Dad? Are you okay, Dad? Because something strange is happening to the people of Willow Creek. Everything's fine now. And David Gardner is about to find out why. David! I'm gonna find my mom and dad! I'm 
Films presents Toby Hooper's Invaders from Mars. There's no place on Earth to hide. Were you were you a, a sheltered child? Like, or did you get you know the TVs, the babysitter, uh, cable guy um, style? Because that's how it was with me. Yeah, basically TVs, the babysitter. I mean, I watched, especially with two older sisters. I mm. mean watched whatever they watched and it always turned out to be like chud or a uh, creep show or something like that so yeah i had three older sisters so same <laughs> same deal the oldest is 10 years older than me and that's kind of how it was with us and we had access to even more because of her being that much older okay and that's pretty much the same here too they just threw on these horror movies always horror like rarely was it anything other than some kind of horror genre and just gave me all kinds of nightmares as a kid. So good. That's good. I share that pain with you. (laughs) You It's weird though. My, the middle child, my, my sister, she, um, she's five years older than me and she would put on the scariest movies. And then when they were over, she would like, I guess, I don't know. She she used to tell me the house was haunted and everything. Mm. So, I, of course, being a kid, I believed her. But she would scare the shit out of herself and end up calling the police thinking that there was a murderer in the house. Oh, you know, like, no. And so it's like, why are you watching these movies? You know, I think about that as I'm older. Why are you watching this stuff? And then you're scaring the crap out of yourself and <laughs> having to call somebody. <laughs> so, yeah, it just kind of blows my mind. That's... Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, see, our parents were always like, like every weekend or every other weekend, they, these people were just out. Like, they would just go out of town and leave my sisters and me there. And and then, like, my sister would be like, all right, movie's over. We're going to bed. And then everybody's dipped. And I'm just sitting there by myself, terrified, and seeing shadows go past the window and Freddy in my sleep. So I can't go to sleep because he's there. You know? And so I'm just yeah. sleeping under the couch, you know? <laughs> hiding under the blankets They're like the blankets will protect me please and it was in florida so it was so hot we did not have ac like that oh so, so you had to have the windows open too. yeah and yeah it was bad just we're just gonna go back years of therapy that did not get given that were needed so. that would wreck so bad yeah <laughs> at least we you know we got winters up here and it's cold so like when windows are shut the house is heated and everything so yeah you know my ass was under like several blankets oh yeah and i had a water bed so i tried to yeah this is 80s bro i tried to use like the because it would be really cold on the the fake you know the water filled thing what mattress so you would like try to lay on that so you get cold, but then it had like a reverse effect of where you'd stick to it. <laughs> so I would wake up stuck to my mattress and sweating because these stupid blankets that I didn't want to kick off me because I was afraid somebody was going to kill me. Yeah, good times. Oh, so this... let me ask you: Did the the scene from Nightmare on Elm Street? I believe it was Dream Warriors, where the guy got sucked into the waterbed. Or oh no, that's he... part one. That's Johnny oh, Depp. That's part one. Hmm. Yep. Oh no, he no. That was uh, I believe maybe part. It was the deaf guy where he uh, he had a wet dream or something Mm -mm. like that, and he he was inside of the waterbed after he got killed. No. Part three 
is where the deaf guy gets the nurse that like starts showing her chest to him and then her tongue flies out of her mouth and okay. ties him to the bed and, and hell opens up underneath the mattress. That does happen. Okay, so which one is the one with the waterbed where the guy gets in he somehow gets into the waterbed? Because I know Johnny Depp got sucked into a mattress and then blood sprayed out on the first one. Right. That was the water yeah, that was him on the waterbed. I know what you're talking about. I don't know that that was Freddy. Really? Yeah, because I know that I've seen somebody stuck in a water mattress type thing. But yeah, no. Um, No, many a nights I did sleep on the floor because I was scared of the waterbed. Oh. (laughs) Foolish. So, yeah. Uh, For a long time, I just slept on the couch. So, had my body imprint. Real nice. We had that that, uh, Gold Bloom special. When I was growing up, so that's <laughs> oh, that nasty cow. <laughs> so, I want to call it from now on the corduroy vomit couch. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, horrible. <laughs> that's a, that's about accurate. So, oh, so geez. this Invaders from Mars, the 1986 version, is a remake of the 1953 movie of the same name. Um. The original was actually based on a dream that the writer, the guy's name was John Tucker Battle, told to his wife. And I guess she's like, oh, that would make a creepy story. So he wrote it and then ended up becoming a movie. So um, good on him. But, Mm, you know, and this movie has a couple nods to the original movie. Um, Like when they're down in the basement of the school, like I think one of the original dome head aliens is is on top of one of the lockers or something like that and then there's there's a couple different the the magazine that uh the boy is in the boys room that the dad picks up has something to do like an article on the original movie so they kind of threw a couple things to it which i think is cool you know that's that's really really awesome to do yeah nod to the old school yeah the original what do you think we Oh, sorry. Oh, I was going to say the original um, movie was actually rushed into production so that it could come out before War of the Worlds and was the first uh, feature film to show aliens and their spacecraft in color. Just a little tidbit. I know we usually would do the trivia, but I just thought that that was kind of a a neat thing, you know, that they, um, speaking of rushed to be made, that, uh, that you can kind of tell it in this movie as well. So, um, yeah, I got that feeling. This, this version, the 1986 movie, did not do well at all. It literally grossed under five mil and had a $12 million budget. So, I'm surprised this person got to make any movies anymore after this. I, I guess even the producers were like, Yeah, that's not what we thought you were making. Like, you lied to us. (laughs) (laughs) You totally screwed us over. Yeah. (laughs) Like, the movie ends and they're just all, What the hell was that? (laughs) <laughs> well, that was me at the ending of the movie. Actually. Uh, what did I just watch for an hour and uh, thirty-six minutes here? Um, <laughs> right, like that, that. Well, I'm not getting that time back. So, yeah, definitely. Are, are you familiar with the movie Last Action Hero? Oh, yes. Definitely. Okay. So the kid that plays Danny Manigan in that looks like this kid, David. And that kind of messed me up. Like, they look very similar. Like, they have the same 
haircut and round face and everything like that. And I was like, wait a minute. How's that possible? It's just, it's not really relevant to anything, but just interesting, I thought. So, yeah. I don't know. I always thought the kid from Last Action Hero looked different because he had like the brown hair, but it wasn't a, wasn't a straight hair like this guy's got. Yeah, it was like a bully cut type deal. I don't know. The kid's like, he, he just looked like a dirty kid. I don't know what to say. <laughs> He's a dirty kid. <laughs> He's like, like a, I, those filthy children. Yeah. I, in that, uh, the, the preview of that, other. It, it, like he's like Arnold's like who the hell are you and he's like I'm Danny Manigan I'm a kid I'm not watching this movie after seeing that preview and that's what he said I'm done I I can't watch it I did end up watching it but I it took me a while so not a horrible movie but mm. by by any means not the greatest Arnold Schwarzenegger movie though no they no 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 so um. I do like the tagline, they came from above and attacked from below for this movie. Because I'm like, that's so cheese. <laughs> that actually goes along with the entire creep vibe I was getting from this film. Yeah. Um, aside from the kid being super annoying, the way the dad, like, cheeses his face a little bit. Yeah. And it's like, oh, honey, I love you. It just gave me these really creepy adult... Uh, kid vibes where it's like um he's not really the dad <laughs> no i get it yeah oh man it was so creepy and like yeah. even throughout the film the the um karen black i think the the lady who plays the nurse mm -hmm. where she's like oh david help me yeah. i'm just like oh man this this just needs to stop like it ripped me out of like the suspension of disbelief. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like I'm trying to get into the film, and every time the terrible acting, <laughs> the over exaggerated facial expressions, yes. and the over exaggerated patterns of speech, I'm just like, what are they doing here? Yeah. I actually, uh, I, 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 I do talk about the overacting in this because um, I was like, wow. So. Uh, it made me think of Troll too, it, it, like just like that. The same the teacher and there's a a witch in that movie, and her whole facial expressions are almost like identical. And I'm like, this is not good. Yeah. <laughs> but, and uh, speaking of Miss Karen Black, her face just seeing her, she scares the hell out of me because she was the lady. That sits on the floor, stabbing the floor with a knife at the end of the Trilogy of Terror after she breathes in the smoke of the tiki doll. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. But she opens her mouth and she's got the razor teeth. Okay, yep. I did see that. Like, she spins the whole... Ep it's Trilogy of Terror and her whole little episode is a little tiki doll and she knocks the... Like the spear out of his hand or the tag off of it and you're not supposed to. So it, like, spends the whole time trying to kill her and stab her ankles and such. And she gets it in the oven, burns it up, and then inhales the smoke. And then she's like, oh, mom, come over. I'm not mad anymore. And then she's sitting there stabbing the stinking floor with that creepy smile. I said, oh, no. And this is her. So every time I see her, that's immediately where I go. And I'm like, Egh. no, thank you, Karen Black. Seeing, seeing her in some other horror films, too. I just can't remember which ones. Yeah. I'm not sure, but I think she was in The Great Gatsby, too. But I'm not 100% on that. 
So I think she's the love affair lady. Can't I can't yeah, confirm. And, um, the teacher as well. I can't remember her name, but I I've seen her in several other films, and I think she's the only one who was believable. Like there was no overacting on her part. <laughs> everybody else was kind of just over exaggerating their roles and I don't know this is how humans act <laughs> right. just oh man the whole thing just put me off I'm like this makes no sense how am I supposed to suspend my disbelief for an hour and 30 minutes when they're doing this goofy shit <laughs> Nobody acts like this in real life. <laughs> right, right, yeah. It's like uh what um what computers used to think humans acted like maybe back in the eighties. Gotcha. No. Like you're in the Matrix. <laughs> Welcome. Right. Matrix one point two. It's, yeah. it's got, we're not got it right, but we're trying. Um I mean the movie does have some pros. It it did Friggin' scare the hell out of me as a kid because it um, had the kid not believing, being believed factor. And that always got me. Like, I, the kid's parents literally become husk puppets, <laughs> as well as other authority figures do as well. So, um, that always bothered me as a kid. I think that's a psychological factor for me. With it, and I don't know how that affects you as, you know, movie wise or like as a kid and stuff like that. I, I just, anytime that a kid was put in a position where, I mean, you think about that, like with The Lost Boys, um, Monster Squad, you know, that those kind of movies along that line where the kids have to make it happen because the parents are either inept or don't believe them. Yeah. And like what's even scarier is outside of the movies, when you're a kid, you basically have no no kind of personal power. And um, if you're not believed by adults around you, then, you know, your world gets even scarier. Right. And I mean, I mean, think about I I can remember I was I was blamed for um, stabbing a girl in the butt with a pencil. <laughs> When I was in second grade and I really did not do it. I really didn't. It was not, it was an unintentional thing. I was like falling asleep and somehow she sat in my pants and I, it was weird, but I got accused of doing it on purpose and I didn't. And that feeling, I think maybe because of things like that, this kind of relates that kind of internal fear for me. So not so much the movie, but just that. So it's kind of deeper. So hmm. it's a very psychological thing for you. Yeah. 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 Um, I do like the fact um, that he does get the nurse to help him out, which is good. And then somehow they get the Marines to believe them. Help them out. <laughs> like, uh, I'm not sure how the Marines work, but I'm not 100% convinced that you can just go to a military base, even if your dad does work there, and be like, hey, bro, I saw some aliens. and like, yeah, we'll send some guys to check it out. No problem. So, <laughs> that's, yeah, I will say one thing they did good, um, those uh, butt aliens, they're creepy as all hell. 
Uh, they just look like walking butts with a face on them <laughs> and teeth. <laughs> and it was just like the way that they move it was super creepy and i was like oh yeah okay it's you know business is picking up it's about to get good but you know i with all of the overacting i i it pulls me right out of it and i was like oh man i wish they would just shut up <laughs> those things are creepy um and they look like kind of like meatballs with faces I don't know. I don't know. It just looks like it's the creature is all ass. And <laughs> like you turn around and there's like a face to the ass and that's it. And then they got legs. Uh, I don't know. So what's the first thing I thought of was walking butts. What's fun about that is uh, to, to create the creatures, the guy wanted them to not look like every other alien does. So he literally strapped a little person onto a regular size person and had the big person walk backwards while the little person controlled the front arms and faces. And that's no joke. They, they literally had them like Yoda style in, in, <laughs> in empire. <laughs> and so, cause he wanted the legs to look non-humid. So that's why they walked like they do. And there were only two of them, only two puppets that it could actually move. Um, you have the one that eats the teacher and then you have like a half a one that doesn't do anything, but was kind of there. But as for actual moving Martians, it was just two, two suits. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I know a lot more about this movie than I should. I know, hey, you're the, uh, you should be writing the trivia. For this. <laughs> okay. Now, um, I want to get your impression here. Yeah. When um, the head alien showed itself, <laughs> did you immediately think Krang from Teenage Mutant Ninja Yes! <laughs> yes! Yes! It comes out of its little shell thing, and it's got like a little snake body, but it's got a little face, and you're like, oh, it's Krang. What like, are you doing? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it to get inside of a body that it controls. And <laughs> just... You know, walk around like that. Yeah, for sure. That that would have made more sense than than what happened. Um, yeah, no. kind of going on a pedestal and just staying there. Yeah, I like how it had a little pedestal. <laughs> it just it just came down, and then when it got scared, it went back up in the little shelf. <laughs> uh, I'm like, why are you in charge, snake yeah. face guy? You you're the weakest looking one out of the bunch. I mean, the other guy's got teeth and laser blasters and everything. And um, uh, I don't know, unless he's got some kind of mental powers with his double pupils. I think he did, but either way, not the most effective. Um, I do another little psych psych psychology type thing. Um, fear that they play it on is the idea of having your free will taken away. You know, becoming a husk puppet, I don't want to be one. I have no desire to just be somebody who's not in my own mind. So, and I, I mean, they put the things in the back of the neck. So I'm not quite sure if you're just being mind controlled or if your mind is gone or how that works Martian style. But either way, not somewhere I want to be. So I think the people were able to uh, maintain 
their semblance of self. It's just that they were probably getting impulses direct into their brain. And so they had to follow orders because you remember the soldier near the end where he's like, shoot me, just shoot me. Oh, God. That's true. Um, <laughs> Which they oblige. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I mean, I think you do retain, like, your memories and all that. Um, but still, that that's pretty bad. And that's why um, the puppet masters and invasion of the body snatchers just scared the hell out of me as a kid. Because it's just like, you lose all sense of self. You're not you anymore. Right. And where, where does the, the version of you that's you go? Like, when you're being taken over and stuff. Right. 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 No, that's, that's a scary thing. And that's, if they can play on that, but they didn't really, they, they more were just like, oh, this is happening. Um, so just deal with it. So it's like, oh, all right. Um, because this kid is a freak. Um, but, uh, let's talk about the movie does do a pretty good job of putting David into solitude right off the jump. I mean, his dad is taken away from him, who he seemed to have a pretty good relationship. I yeah. And then he sees law enforcement is taken because his dad's like, oh, it's just over the hill. I'll show you. And then they come back as husks. And then his mom is pretty much taken over, uh, leaving David in a bad spot. And I mean, I did appreciate the fact that the mom just eats the hunk of raw meat to show that she's a husk. Oh, oh she just put salt on the meat. And... <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was pretty nasty. I don't, you know, the, um, eating items wrong seemed to be a theme in this movie since the teacher at the school is busted downing the frog. Oh, <laughs> so... yeah, I wanted to talk about that because when I saw her there and like, of course, they had the foreshadowing moment where the kids are, you know, playing with the dead frogs. Right. So when I saw the teacher back there doing her thing, I was like, please be eating a frog. Please be eating a frog. And then she turns around. She's got a frog in her mouth. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah. And her face is all shocked. It's like, well, what did you expect? Why are you eating a frog? <laughs> I mean, I don't. I didn't. under. I appreciated it. But I didn't understand it. Why is this going on? Why would she turn to, to frogalism or whatever you call it? <laughs> so. Frogalism. <laughs> so. I think they were just trying to point out in their, once again, overacted way. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, these, uh, these people are no longer human or they're controlled by some alien intelligence. So this is what their interpretation of... You know, this is their interpretation of what they think humans are. Nice. Humans. So maybe that could be. Or I could just be way off the mark here. Yeah, just some jerk yelling like, hey, make her eat the frog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a little remote control. It's like he's playing a PlayStation or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, let's see if she'll eat the frog. <laughs> can you do that? Oh, we totally can. Sweet. <laughs> Dude, she ate it whole. Oh, oh man, look, God. the legs are sticking out of her mouth. It's awesome. Oh, so horrible. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, so let's talk about the Marines for a second. Um, again, I'm not quite sure how you're able to just drive to the military base and be like aliens, like the guy in the meme, you know, the aliens guy. <laughs> and they're all like, cool. 
we believe you because you know you're a school nurse and a kid. Yeah, I'm not saying it was aliens, but it was aliens. But it was, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if things in the '80s work different. I've had to try to get on military bases before, and it's not just something you're just kind of like, "Hey, bro, we're here to talk to the general of the base. Can we talk?" To-? Yeah, no problem. Come on in. Um, but and uh, again, the kid's dad works there. So I guess they know the kid by proxy. Um, but really, yeah, I thought his dad worked at NASA, and like that was a, the military base was a joint effort with NASA, or like you know the the Marines had one half and NASA had the other half. I don't know. I really couldn't figure that part out. So so yeah. So I did appreciate that the dad blows up the Mars rocket um, with the bomb in the truck. That was pretty pretty nice. Um, but yeah, they like literally they see the neck devices things like buzz out into people's necks. And the general seems to have NASA and SETI on standby. He's like, oh, let's get these cats over here. So I guess it was all a joint thing going on for the rocket to go to Mars. Yeah. So how did you like that one liner when he hands them the uh, bomb? He goes, don't blow this. <laughs> oh, man, man you know. Like, no, just no. Stop. <laughs> you know I love stuff like that. And you know some guy that was writing it. He's all, don't blow this. And then he's like laughing to himself. And then like later in bed, he's telling his wife, he's like, yeah, look, read this part. Read it, just read it, just read it. Puts bomb on it, says, says don't blow this. <laughs> she probably just looked at him and he's sitting there just laughing, shaking the bed all hard because he's laughing to himself. <laughs> she's like, thinking, no, none for you tonight. Yeah, I don't know why I married you. <laughs> this better bring in a hunk of money, which it didn't. <laughs> so, oh, man. Yeah, nobody thinks you're funny but you, Bob. You're the only one. <laughs> why does he gotta be called Bob? <laughs> Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> that was my complete happenstance. <laughs> so, um, he can be James. Um, so we do need to talk about protocol as well. I think in most inst- instances of the military, um, when they're going to investigate something, especially along the lines of like aliens. An invasion, they typically would not take civilians along, especially a kid. And uh, school, uh, I was going to say lunch lady, but school nurse. <laughs> right. I mean, I just feel like he could have been like, yeah, it happened on Copper Hill. Okay, we'll send the military because clearly some stuff is going down here and people's necks are blowing up and, and, and the rocket blew up. So, yeah, we're going to send some people out there. You guys stay here because you're a kid and a school nurse. But instead, they're like, hey, yeah, kid, show us where it's at. Yeah, just lead so, the way. If you, if you don't mind, hop in the car and, and we'll go. No problem. Yeah. Um, I and, did. What were you going to say? I'm sorry, but you were talking about protocol. And I've never been in the military, but I've wa- I played a lot of Call of Duty. And I've right. Well, I mean, I watched you- a lot of movies and stuff. And uh, the way that they raided that house, I don't think any Marine would do that. No. I mean, no. I just don't see that happening. No, I guess. 
some of the Marines were actually from a local, like, unit. Like, in the movie. Like, they, they, they like, helped out. So some of those people were actual Marines. So... And they didn't say, like, this is wrong. <laughs> this is wrong. We don't do this. So We don't act this way. Yeah. <laughs> the guy sent the script to the Marines to see if it would be okay, and they read this. Oh, yeah, that's fine. We don't do any of this. This is all just not right. So, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, usually they have um, – uh, what are those people called? Where, you know, they get somebody who who's – like a martial artist and says, okay, this is how you act. This is the way you move. Well, it's kind of the same thing when um, The Rock did Doom where they actually had a guy from the military come in and say, this is the way we hold guns. This is the way we approach a situation when we're trying to clear a room, la-di-da, you know, this and that. So they actually had, what are those people called? Consultants? Yeah, consultant, aficionado, I guess somebody. Some, yeah, but they clearly didn't have any of those people when they made this movie. It wasn't in the budget. They just said, we'll go for it. <laughs> they, well, this, you, you know we don't do this. No, it's okay. Everybody will believe it. They're invaders from Mars. Oh, yeah, okay. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I think the kids are the only ones that would believe it, maybe only for about five years until they grow up to be teenagers. And then they're like, wow, this is dumb. Right. And then, you know, maybe somebody like saw this movie was like, man, man, I really want to join the Marines when I grow up. And then they join and they're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> what do you mean I can't bust into a house? <laughs> this isn't what I saw in the training video. It's, Sir, that was a movie. Oh, oh. <laughs> I thought that was a historical document. So, <laughs> so they didn't base any of that on fact. No. Yeah. No, not at all. Oh. oh, good. Good, good. And and then they have the I like the sand pit effect. I thought that was pretty cool. I liked how it like swirled around and they got swallowed up and all that jazz. I I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. But did, did he send them in with like metal detectors? Yeah, what weren't those the NASA guys? Oh yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> Just, Honestly, I don't know why they had metal detectors. To tell you the truth, I was like, um, no, that's why. I I just feel like you could have a better tool than that. So that's just me. But I mean, if you're gonna drive all the way out there. And follow the kids' advice and the nurse. You're, I'm going to take something more than metal detectors. So, yeah. I, I don't know. It didn't put a lot of uh, faith in the military and our NASA and the SETI. Yeah, um, right. For me as the kid. <laughs> so, is this the best we got? <laughs> I mean, especially those two guys um, that were the two scientist guys where one of them is, you know, he's communicating or he thinks he's communicating with the alien because the alien lifts its arm or leg, whatever the hell it is. <laughs> yeah. He understands me. And the other guy just takes the blaster and zaps. Him. Yeah. Yeah. And they laugh. I believe if they <laughs> like, he's like, no, man, we don't have to do any of this. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm communicating. We're good to go. And he's all, yeah, he just eradicates the guy. It's like, oh, that's, no, that didn't go the way you wanted it to. Yeah. So, um, I 
dug as a kid how the Martians looked. Um, and the Supreme Being guy, I I did, looking back at it again, kind of say this is really confusing. How are these things building spaceships? I don't quite understand their physiology. Is that what you would say? <laughs> like, how are you? It would be difficult for... <laughs> I mean, they can barely hold their Martian blasters, right? Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't know the way their physiology works. Maybe they're just the uh, the soldiers, and maybe there's a another class of more humanoid ones that kind of do the building and stuff, but they didn't get to come down to Earth, right? Because I guess they're engineers, not soldiers, so they don't, yeah. they don't get the they're Morlocks or whatever you want to say. <laughs> um, I yeah, but I was just. That always throws me off when, like, the aliens look like this, but somehow they're more advanced than us. And I'm kind of like, mm. I mean, I get your psychic and you got cool toys, but somebody else is doing the work for you guys. It's not you. Um, sorry. I don't believe that. Um, the uh, the climax of it all was was decent with the head Martian saying, poor little guy. And David punching him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then he completely knocks the teacher lady into the mouth of the Martian and it eats her. The other Martian. <laughs> rah, 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 rah. Yeah. And he's just laughing the whole time. Yeah. And I'm just, what's going on? <laughs> like, this is a bad yeah, trip. I thought it was a good idea to throw that into the movie. Yeah. Like these, these creatures apparently have the capacity to know what humor is and we just ate a person <laughs> that's right. funny <laughs> right which again brings me back to the frog eating scenario they get humor so that's a funny yeah. thing to do so so sure you know she gets knocked in the mouth we're laughing um i i always find it also humorous uh things of convenience and what i mean by that is like Everybody else that goes there, like literally within five minutes, has a thing drilled into the back of their head and they're a husk. And why are why are we not doing that with these people? Why did David and the you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's it's convenient kind of like with like the scream movies where everybody else gets stabbed out, but for some reason we're gonna toy around with Sydney. Well, I mean, really? Just kill her. Stop talking. Stab her in the neck. She's dead. You're done. The movie's over. Um, you know, I think that's why movies like aliens kind of works for me because there was, she literally had to have like flames and stuff like that for the, for the queen to like, Oh, back off y'all. You know what? They were going to kill her. The movie would have been over. They were, they were happy to kill her, but she had something over their heads. So they didn't, um, yeah, and that's Just, a, a kind of well-written thing where it's like these uh, these are bestial creatures. You know, they're just they're going to <clears throat> excuse me, they're going to tear you apart without a second thought. Yeah, uh, unless they get orders from their queen. You know, it's like oh shit, there's fire that that could hurt us seriously. Yeah, fuck us up. Maybe no. we should chill out. What's crazy about that? That there is somebody who worked on this movie that worked on Aliens. No joke. And uh, it came out the same year, I believe. Aliens came out in 86 as well, a little bit later. So, yeah. I, I guess this was their their cold run. They can't all be winners. <laughs> they, can't, 
Like, this guy's like, yeah, man, I've made a whole bunch of Aliens movies. You're like, well, what'd you make? Well, I worked on Aliens. Oh, cool. What else you make? Well, Invaders from Mars. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. That's that's, that's neat. That's okay. You know, no, I mean, you know. It's, everybody, everybody trips and falls now and then. Right. You've got to pick yourself back up and, you you know, you make an Aliens. It's good. Get back on that walking butt and you know, do your thing. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just, I think it would be humorous if, if I'm like an actor I'm a, and they're like, well, what we're going to do is we're going to strap a small person to your back and you're going to walk backwards inside of this suit, but it's going to look really crazy. It doesn't. It just looks like a sausage, a meatball with a big mouth and creepy legs. You know, it's just, you, you didn't do me any, any favors on my resume. I'm probably oh, going to leave this off. The, like the, we're gonna make these aliens look the most the the hardest possible thing to do you know it's like okay they're from mars and they've got like arms that are backwards and then forward legs <laughs> and it's like, when they walk they should be walking backwards which is actually forward but they're actually walking forward which is backwards and i don't know it's just very confusing right but it's going to look really cool. I, I promise you, on film, it's going to look great. Cool. How many are we going to have? Two. It's not going to look real. It's, gonna, <laughs> it's not going to look real. How did they build the ship? We're not going to worry about that. You see, there's a really – the leader is like a snake face, and he's going to come down. He he looks like Craig, and it's all good. All right, yeah, good. He's, he's, he's got a snake body with tentacles, and he's kind of all brain. And No. Don't worry. It'll be fine. No. Fine. Everybody's going to love it. <laughs> big hit big hit with the kids big, big no big no came out seventh it, it, that's what it debuted as a seventh at the movies mm. so sad really? yeah it didn't do yeah, well. i was looking at the the rating on imdb and the 5.6 out of 10 that's, that's so, not bad yeah that's i thought it would be worse actually yeah but yeah it got half or a little over half um out of 10, so. And there's movies that do not get that much love. So, I guess good on them. Yeah. So, mm. um, I do appreciate after everything, David is still worried about his husk parents and does manage to save them from the ship. Although it blows up and burns them to a crisp pretty much. So, that's, you know, they jump out and then whatever. Um, Wait, did we watch the same one? Yeah, why? Uh, cause on um, what I watched, his parents chased him out of the ship. Right. And, um, then the ship exploded and the, the little things in their neck just kind of flew out and exploded. Um, and it was all in slow motion. He was flailing his arms and everything. And, uh, then his parents realized that they were back. And so they just hugged him. Right. And then the explosion kind of gets them is what I mean. Like the explosion oh. of the ship comes and burns them up or whatever. Oh, okay. I thought like you were saying that they died and I was like, "Oh, no, that's not what happened." No, 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 I'm sorry. No, they're they're like, "Oh, thankful," but then like because of the explosion, it kind of starts to I guess kill them. Which is when he then wakes up. Yeah. From the dream. But yet we find out that the ship returns. Or maybe it never returned. Maybe it was all a dream. But then he runs 
into his parents' room and it doesn't show anything other than that, which is kind of a weird ending. Right. And it was kind of like, like, you know, you get that whole, oh, it's only a dream situation where, you know, he wakes up, all seems good. Later that night, though, you get the whole storm thing happening. He sees it out his window. He runs in and there's all the lights and stuff like that in his mom and dad's room. Yeah. And the UFOs landing again and whatever. So is this just the kid's nightmare? Because I think the mom even made a statement like that. It's like, oh, it's just a dream or whatever. So is this kid just having a real shitty nightmare? Or like how many nightmares did he have? Like he woke up from one and then went right into another one? Right. Right. Or is that just later that night? Because they tuck him in the bed and leave. So did he fall asleep again and he's just having this same recurring nightmare? Or or do we have time basically being rewound by the Martians and starting over again? I was yeah, that's, never. I mean, there's no sequel to this, so I guess we'll never find out. That's not a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was just always curious. Like, there's there's other movies that kind of leave you like that that cliffhanger type deal, you know, where it's not a good ending. It's it leaves you with that kind of bad situation going on, but I was always just like watching it again kind of made me feel like okay, this kid's just having a chronic nightmare. He woke up from it, his parents said it's all good, he falls back asleep, same dream again. Yeah, and that's exactly what I thought too. So yeah. So it's like they really they put a twist at the ending there because I I thought the entire thing was happening in real time, and then it's like, ah, he wakes up and sees the uh, thunder in the ship coming back down. We're like, oh, boy, here we go again. Yeah. And that, again, as a kid, scared me because I was like, oh, my gosh, I wouldn't want to be stuck in some crazy time loop, especially knowing. But then I was like, wait a minute. I think this is just a dream, which, boo, to go through everything just to be a dream? That's that's not scary. That's just <laughs> uh, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, I don't know if we ever talked about it. The, Trolls too. Are you familiar? I brought it up earlier too. Yeah, I remember seeing it, but just barely. I mean, of course, the the first one I remember with pretty good memory there. But Troll <laughs> Two is kind of like it's very iffy for me. Yeah, Troll Two is when they moved to Nelbog. Which he sees it in the in the rearview mirror, and it's goblin spelled backwards, which was just ooh, you got me there, writer. Um, you know, but it's like these, like it's like this crazy religious cult, but they're all just goblins. But it's not even good, ma- like it's literally you can see it's just rubber masks. And then at the end, there's a whole bunch of goblins. He comes downstairs and like. His whole family's been turned into that green goo, and the goblins are eating them. Oh, yes, I remember that. And he screams, and then that's kind of how it ends. And I'm like, oh, well, that's kind of terrifying. I would hate for my whole family to just be turned into green goo and slurped up. So, yeah. So that, there were, And that's why I don't recommend Troll 2. <laughs> 
No. Oh, no, you don't. Ms. Blade, you do not get to get off that easy as just saying why you don't recommend Troll 2. There's a plethora of reasons of why we do not recommend Troll 2. Like, somebody literally took, hey, you know what was a good movie? Troll. Why don't we just make it Troll 2 that has nothing to do with it? And it's yeah, a horrible movie. There's no trolls in this movie at all. There's, there's absolutely no trolls. In fact, I watched that movie. When I saw it, it was coming like HBO, and it's like, oh, Troll 2. And I'm like, oh, sweet. I've never seen this before. And then this came on. And I'm like, I have seen this before. And it sucks. <laughs> and I hate this movie. And I watched it again because I punish myself that way. I watch crap movies. And, oh, my. That's the one where, the, yeah, remember she, like, feeds the guy the thing. He starts to turn into a plant. And she yeah. cuts off his thing. And it's like a corn, uh, corn cob. And then he, she takes it to the guy, and they, like, eat it together, like, making out. Like, it's like a weird sex scene with a corn cob, and the popcorn starts coming off of it. It's, like, because it's getting so hot. And then, like, he some, and then she, he, like, dies. I think she stabs him with the corn cob. I don't remember. It's... Oh, it's so bad. Like, he's watching TV, and he sees her on the TV, and he's like, oh, that's hot. And then he sees that it's outside of the the trailer that he's in. And he goes out the front door, and she's out there. And it's the same music's playing that was on the TV. I said, what? <sighs> this movie's bad. Mm, so yeah, not that, that sounds even worse than Invaders from Mars. It, so I might have to rescind my initial vote of this movie sucks. Uh, <laughs> and turn it. Turn it to, um, I can only watch this movie one time. <laughs> what? You can only watch it one time. That, no. I don't think I could put myself through that again. Uh, I really don't. Just on the bad acting alone. I mean, it was awful. No, that's fair. That's, that's a, that is a, a, a fair uh, rating of it. And I, myself, watching it again, was uh, was a little disappointed. So, yeah, I can I can feel that. Um, yeah, Troll Two has a two point nine out of ten on IMDb. Ooh. Just to yeah. just to give that, it a that'll learn you how bad it is, <laughs> dude. It's bad. It's bad. It's not. It's it's not good. Um. I really think that it was just at that point when people were like, well, I want to make a movie, but I don't really want anybody to see it. Um, and they said, well, we'll make this. I said, okay. Like, I wonder sometimes who's making decisions of handing out the money for movies. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like how I'd assume that you go and meet with somebody like uh, Seinfeld style and you talk to somebody and you tell them, this is what I want to make a movie about. And they they green light you and give you money. And how do you how do you pitch some of the movies that, that are made and people are like, yeah, we'll pay for that. That's not a problem. <laughs> Maybe the initial pitch sounded way better on paper. Well, clearly, according to the producer's response, that's that is what happened with at least Invaders from Mars. But I don't know how Troll 2 could be any better on paper i just don't understand it but we're gonna stop talking about another movie during this movie so that's fair i just oh boy yeah that invaders from mars 
there it is. It's uh, yeah. I would say the the brightest spot was when I actually got to see the aliens, and uh, that swirling sand pit did freak me out a little bit too. And yeah. so I was like, ah, I'm not going to be walking around in sand anytime. I kind of assumed that's what quicksand was like, which I guess doesn't really exist. I mean, I by the way of movies, like I thought quicksand was like a real problem in the world. Like, yeah, I used to think that too. But it, I mean, it's how many people do you hear about dying of quicksand? Like, my mom didn't used to let me go on like, uh, you know how you have like dirt mounds. Like, if she yeah. caught me on dirt mounds, oh my gosh, <laughs> I, I might as well be, you know. Stabbing kittens. It's like it was like the same level of of what are you doing? I I'm just on a dirt mound. What am, what do you think is going to happen? It was like she was afraid that I was going to get sucked into the dirt mound, and I then became afraid I was going to get sucked into the dirt mound because why would your mother say something like that if it doesn't happen? Yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't happen. No, that doesn't. I never got sucked into a dirt mound. No. I, I always got the thing like, you're going to break your neck. You're going to poke your eye out or something, you know? Which makes sense. As kids, we do dumb shit like jump off of tree branches and try to ninja flip and all that other good stuff. Yeah. My my mom always had real off the beaten path warning labels when it came to things. Nothing was ever just because don't do this because, you know, a equals B equals C. That's that's not how my mother. It was always really weird warnings, and that was one of them. But she knew how. I, I guess maybe because I was a special type of kid, she knew how to detour me from doing stuff she did not want me to do. Because let me tell you, the fear of being sucked in. She's like, you remember in Superman when Lois Lane gets buried? In that? I'm like, yeah, I remember that. She's like, yeah, it's the same thing. I'm like, oh crap, I'm. <laughs> I'm done with dirt hills. So, you stay away from them girls. They yeah. got teeth down there. Yeah, you know what happens? You know, don't go in rooms. Why not? Well, remember in Superman 3 when she gets turned into the robot? Yes, that scares the hell out of me. <laughs> well, that'll happen. I'm done with it. I'm done. Fantastic. <laughs> you know? That that part of that movie gave me nightmares for weeks. I was I'm like, oh my god, this could happen. I could completely get sucked into a computer and get mechanized, and I'm terrified now. And yeah, which that part of the movie made me scared of Richie Rich because he had that robot maid who kind of looked like that lady. So then I couldn't watch Richie Rich anymore. It's all <laughs> it's all in the handbook, you know. It's all. In the- Ruined childhood right there. Wasted youth. Yes. So Meatball Martians scared me for a while, but not as much as other things. So and then definitely watching this movie again as an adult kind of made me sad. And mm. so I think they try. I mean, I give it the you know, you did your best, kiddo. You 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 gave it a good try. Yeah, they definitely tried. I think a lot of parts were rushed. Yeah, and it's also weird to me when, like, it's 19... Like, uh, I think the general is the Frank from um, Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, he did look familiar. He's the the old guy from Poltergeist. Uh, The the boss. You only move the headstones! (laughs) That's, That's him. 
And then he was in Night of the Living Dead. And then he was in this. So there you go. Um, that's how I tie people together. Like, oh, you're that guy. Uh, but like Karen Black seems like a 70s actor. I like some of the people in this seem like I'm like, well, you guys seem out of your element. How did they Yeah, how did they get you? So whatever. I don't know. She was probably in those like 60s and 70s films, like those um those really obscure horror films where they didn't have a lot of dialogue, but it was like a, a series of images and lots of actions and stuff like that. That's that's kind of what I'm thinking of her anyway, for, for Karen Black at least. Yeah, I just know she was in a lot of like stuff, but she was it's like I think she was oh well. She did stuff. She did stuff. Yeah, Trilogy of Terror came out in 75. So, I mean, that makes sense of like, oh, man, we got Karen Black in the film. You know, he's like, oh, no way. You got Karen Black. And it's like, yeah, she's, oh, she's big stuff. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to make her overact and turn her into an insipid woman who relies on a child for her protection. Yeah. She was in Bonnie and Clyde. I guess. <laughs> and she wasn't the Great Gatsby. I was right. Look at me. All right. Uh, airport seventy five. So she's she's been in stuff. So they probably just thought that they had a real winner just because of her. And I think she's really David's mom. Yeah, it says here, um, David, the guy who played Hunter Carson, the guy who plays David Gardner, is the real life son of Karen Black. So uh, wow, that's. I don't know if I'd want to act with my mom, especially oh, my mom. I was right. I was right. Okay. So um, on the notes, I'm sorry. I'm super excited. Yeah. On, on the notes that I had written, when he came home from school and he turned on the TV, I was like, that's totally life force playing on the TV. Yep. And looking at the trivia, I was right. Because it says when he comes home from school and turns on the TV, the movie playing is life force. Yeah. And I was like, fuck yeah, I did it. And you see that that's directed by the same guy. Oh, yeah. Toby Hooper. Yep. Yeah. So uh, they can't all be winners. So. Right. Because Life Force was awesome. Or at least from nope. what I remember, like I said, it's been about 25 years or more. So it, it was a great take. Again, it's space vampires. And it's a great take on the genre of, of vampirism and taking that kind of Life Force. Like, I, I dug it. I dug it as a kid. It scared me. And I I kind of like the puppetry in it. It's it was cool. I don't know. I haven't watched it in a long time. So it was a very cool, trippy, weird film. And um isn't the guy or one of the guys in it, didn't he also play a the in uh Fright Night? He was the vampire slayer, the or the vampire killer that Peter Vincent. Yeah, Peter Vincent, yes. Yeah, uh, uh Ronnie McDowell. Um, I mean, that's who he is. He was from Planet of the Apes. I... I'm thinking of somebody else, then. What the heck? Patrick Stewart is in it. He is? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Creepy, huh? That's... uh... Yeah, I'm probably mixing it up with something else, then, because I thought the guy who played Peter Vincent was in that... was in Life Force, but... No. No, I don't think so. 
So, but no, Patrick Stewart is. But everybody in that movie, like that, that came out in '85, and again, the, a lot of the actors. I think it's British because I'm pretty sure that every they're in England yeah, or so. Great Britain or somewhere wherever Britain land is, and they, uh, yeah, they the actors are like older dudes. Weird. Mm. So yeah, but yeah, that's a so that's a different story. That one. Um, yeah, Stan Winston was the guy that I was talking about earlier who worked on this film and Aliens at the same time. I thought those creatures looked, you know, a little familiar in the creation, because if you see a lot of Stan Winston's work, of course, like in Pumpkinhead and everything, his monsters, it's like they almost follow a pattern. Okay. Of of looking a certain way. Yeah, he's... He's done a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's been really good with the creature effects. Wow. Small Soldiers, Monster Squad. Hmm. So, yeah, so he worked on this and was like, mm. <laughs> okay, you know, I'm also doing Aliens. It's like, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Um, yeah, boy. Uh Early in development, Steven Spielberg was going to be a potential director. He was like, nope, I'm, I'm <laughs> far away from this, man. I got to do Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yeah, he read the script and was like, uh. So I read this joke about Don't Blow It, and I'm pretty sure that's going to be a wrap for me. <laughs> so. Oh, man. I'll be back. <laughs> Stick around. Stick Right, right. Oh man. He lost the his head. He was like big for those one liners Yep. Don't lose your head. Uh, <laughs> see you at the party, Richter. Yeah. You know, he's, he's holding his arms as he's going up the lift. Shut up, stupid Arnold Schwarzenegger. You ass to Mars. Yes. Absolutely. Which repeats again and again. Uh oh man. Yeah, there's not a lot of trivia for this. I mean, it's basically stuff that we had already gone over mostly. Yeah, they, uh, yeah, for the most part. Um, Despite its commercial and critical failure, it has become a cult classic. Yeah, I can see that happening. I, I like the idea of it. It's definitely, it's, it's kind of probably what when, I was a kid in the 80s. Um, Reefer Madness. I don't know if you're familiar with that one. Um, I hear a lot about it, but I've actually yeah. never seen it. Oh, it's, it's madness. It's obviously Reefer Madness. It literally was put together like to be shown at churches to show parents. Yeah, so that kids they, like, they don't smoke the devil's lettuce. Yeah, and and what happens when you do, and yeah. so warn your kids. And so maybe that's what this film is for people nowadays. Like, hey man, have you ever seen this Invader from Mars? Like, no. All right, well let's get high and watch it because you're not going to believe the stuff that happens, and they won't. <laughs> it's probably better if you watch it high. I gotta try that. I, I would assume so because. It's not that good and sober. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, 
I wanted it to be. I have high hopes for it. Um, but yeah, it wasn't that good. So, but yeah, a lot of the, jeez, oh, hmm. we did go through a whole bunch of it. Oh yeah, we spent about an hour on here. Yeah, which is impressive for that is quite impressive this for a movie. movie that was that I didn't really like. But <laughs> There's, you know, I I find sometimes with movies that are bad, sometimes there's more to talk about than movies that are good. Yeah. So, um. But yeah, um, we totally want to thank y'all for joining us tonight on the Midnight Mass Creature Cast. Uh, we really have had a good time talking about these films so far, and how good or bad they are, or both. Yeah, it's um, like so bad it's good. It's like that kind of thing. Yeah, it's like yeah, I I just can't look away. I have to watch it. I don't want to watch it, but I'm going to watch it. Right. Um the uh, next time I think we will be talking about They Live, which Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's your uh, that's your next pick, right? Yeah, that's got a lot of social implications on that one. I think it's really applicable. I'll try not to get too crazy political and stuff like that because I don't want to be that guy. But I think that it's really got a lot of stuff. Um, and then for Halloween, we're going to do a Halloween special. Uh, and we were saying we're going to discuss Night of the Demons, which... Yeah, I'm still down for that if you are. Yeah, I have mixed emotions on, but I'll leave it at that for uh, for now. <laughs> so... <laughs> See, the last Night of the Demons I watched was the early 2000s remake, which you know I enjoyed because it had a lot of boobs and there was a lot of cool stuff going on in it. Mm. Uh, so it'll be interesting to revisit the 80s one once again. That's a good word. Interesting. I like that. <laughs> it, it's uh, it's interesting. Yeah, very interesting. I, <laughs> so we sell sh- yeah, I sell seashells by the seashore? Yeah. Uh, we shall see what happens. Definitely. Um, um, once again, if you guys have a movie you want us to check out from the 80s or 90s, you can hit us up at mmccpod at gmail.com. Um, leave us a review on iTunes or wherever else that reviews are able to be left. Um, and we're also working on a Facebook page. Oh, cool. So, that'll be up and by the time these episodes are heard by people you know they'll have many places to visit and interact with us I love interaction (laughs) that's good because I'm barely interactive (laughs) if you can be more interactive than me then by all means go for it and nice oh no oh man they just pop batteries not included into my head and when we talk about movies I hate, that is up there. Let's not get on it. Um, so awesome. So I will say for myself and Mr. Bobby Blades, I say good night. Stay spooky, my friends. And uh, we will talk with you later. Bye.